You're listening to RT Tudora. So, hello. <laughs> no hi anymore. <laughs> welcome to welcome back to another no episode. Uh, welcome back to another season of Architectura, <laughs> where these two guys talk about architecture and other stuff. So, it's been a while. Mm. Uh, winter break, I guess. Although it's not winter in Malaysia, <laughs> Chinese New Year in Malaysia, lah. No, spring festival. Winter, winter, spring, everything, lah, together. Yeah, <laughs> people want people have winter break. We also want to have a winter break. So now we are back <laughs> after the break. <laughs> yeah, but actually, no. It's it's just be- basically because I was just too ex- too busy with too many projects at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and year then end, after uh, that Chinese New Year Yeah year end And then after that Chinese New Year And everything So we just Chill for a while mm-hmm. um, Yep So I guess this year I guess we would be recording Back to schedule I hope mm. Normally beginning yeah, of hope. the year We'll be more uh, More motivated. free Motivated guess, to do everything. More motivated also Yeah <laughs> Hopefully this thing can go further And everything mm. And I guess I mean Actually at the end of Last year or so I mean the last few episodes We also been talking about Less Architecture stuff sometimes mm-hmm. So I guess this year Maybe we can Try to sneak in a bit more Non-architecture stuff or so mm. <laughs> Yeah some, I mean Something that We are interested lah Maybe oh, And we want to share with yeah, I guess The listeners yeah. I guess ju- Yeah just Things that we want to talk about lah mm-hmm. But anyway But this This Episode itself it's still under architecture because well, we haven't been talking about architecture for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I guess we... I have a feeling this episode is going to be long. Uh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> we hope so. Is there a lot of things to talk about? I have no idea. So. But anyway, we'll be talking... Because right now is... Um, by the time of this recording, the Winter Olympics are still going on in Beijing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... We basically thought about like... Uh, especially after the Tokyo Olympics, mm. basically there were a lot of obstacles around yeah. the yeah the architecture mm. of mostly I'm I'm not sure actually what you want to talk about about the like the stadium designs or the residential designs, but uh, I was actually thinking more it's, it's more about like residential like how the the players from all over all around the world come over mm-hmm. and see the uh, I mean. Basically, they have to stay there. Mm. And I guess one very good example would be, I mean, at least since we know a bit better, is in Malaysia last time, mm. in 1998, uh, Malaysia held the Commonwealth Games. Mm. And if you don't know what's Commonwealth, it's basically all the countries that were under British rule at one point. Mm. I think other than US. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so at that time also, we've actually, like, right now in 2022, uh, Bukit Jalil is like a prime location now. Like, if, if you, I mean, you haven't been to in Malaysia for quite a while, mm. but if you didn't know, like, uh, the Bukit Jalil pavilion is already open. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole area is becoming like a prime location, like, uh, they built quite a few shopping giant shopping oh, malls to there. Become like another Sunway, something like. Uh, another another Sunway, like. It. Yeah, something like that. But even bigger than that, because there's a few, shopping mall around there. Wow. Like very big. There's uh the Pavilion Bukit Jalil. There is Paradigm Two. I think there's another big one coming up as well. Uh, wow, big changes. Yeah and. I've actually checked the property there as well. <laughs> I mean, around the area, literally around that area, the shopping mall area, the supposedly prime area. Mm. It's going up to like 1,005 per square foot. Uh, uh, it's a bit weird that Malaysia uses square foot as well, but anyway, I digress about that. Mm. Uh, oh, but but yeah, it's getting really, really expensive there. I mean, previously, Sri Planning is already like a very. I mean, not to say like the most expensive area, but also considered quite high end, and then not high end lah, just uh slightly higher lah, compared to other areas. And then now I think if this thing come coming back, I mean not coming back, growing so quick and f- big, 
then w h i l e that area is getting more and more valuable. Yeah, maybe. Right. I mean, before before the Commonwealth Games, there were, if I'm not mistaken, there was nothing in Buk. I mean, it's called Bukit Jalil. Pretty much is because of the stadium, I guess. I'm not sure. So, yeah, but as I know, there's nothing much to do there before the Commonwealth Games, and they built a whole kind of township, like the stadiums, the residential, and everything for the, for the games. Uh, I think, quite a few blocks of, condominiums there. For the people to come over to stay, lah. Mm. I mean, for the games, mm. and after that they resold it to Malaysians, ah, basically. Mm, definitely, ah. Yeah. I mean, otherwise the house, would, I mean the, the housing will just be abandoned. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, th- so I feel that actually Bukit Jalil was is, although it took like how many years already? It's like twenty four years. Yeah. Since yeah. I mean, even years. before that, like um, I'm, I'm, I'm they held in nineteen ninety eight. Of course, they bef- they prepared it before, like maybe. Four years, even earlier, right? Nineteen ninety four. Alright, I I I'm mean, I'm assuming a long, even may might be longer. I I guess it's around that that period of time. Yeah, but I mean, what to say is that since it's been used for twenty four years, although it's not to say like uh, it's been totally abandoned, but it has been twenty four years since then, and it's been growing quite steadily. Ah, uh. so I was actually saying that Bukit Jalil. Uh, the residentials and everything is like, considered to be quite a uh, successful successful story. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, uh, because from uh, from the view of like a, uh, the government or the local authority, of course they do have this vision. Like instead of just building, I mean, ha- holding this um, uh, holding this co- uh, this event, and then after that, they want to uh, kind of like. Um, Make this uh, develop this area, so like what you say lah, it's a quite um uh, I would say maybe successful story of having this um whole development, uh since nineteen ninety eight, and then going even going bigger until now right, like starting yeah, to become a yeah. like what you say a sec another prime area prime, yeah KL. Yeah, um, it, it really might be like a new Damansara or something in the mm. future. Definitely. So, I mean, that's one example of uh, I, I, I would say it's a quite successful story, especially when you look because you are still in Berlin, mm-hmm. although I don't think you've uh, visited the place. But one of our friends uh, visited the place for his yeah. thesis project previously. I think mm-hmm. is the Berlin, uh, what's uh, it called? Olympia, Olympia Stadium, Stadium. Stadium. Olympia Park, something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's uh, basically currently. Totally abandoned. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, there is yeah. a few like tour guides. I mean, oh tours yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you can go I remember it's like the whole ta- the the Olympic town is uh not res uh, not residentable, but there's a Olympic stadium which is um they're using right they're still using that uh, for football uh for soccer competition match, but like what you mm. say the abandoned one, they used to have like the tour guide um. Touring around, uh, something like this. Because I've actually seen some photos that, mm-hmm. basically, they are showing the Oli- I think it's the Olympic Village. Mm, yeah, something like that. Means it's more more about all the residential, the dinings, and a lot of the place basically, and I think they even had a place where they keep like livestock for to feed the resident mm. uh, residents at the time, mm. and it's now like. Pretty much, uh, abandoned. Even the indoor pool. I think you can go and search like uh the Berlin Olympic Village mm. abandoned. <laughs> Even the website itself is called. No, no. I mean. Mm, no, actually, it's like during the before Second World War, right? Nineteen thirty-six. Yeah, according yeah. to website. It's about the. Time when uh Hitler was starting to come into power. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, if you actually see the photos, it's actually quite sad that they have so many big buildings like that. Mm. Uh, uh, a lot with a lot of facilities. Although it's, I mean, it's old. You cannot like compare it to modern buildings, but mm. there's so many big buildings there that are totally. It's pretty much totally abandoned there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, like what you say that the swimming pool, I saw the image. Imagine if like so, after after the whatever they if they didn't ab- abandon this this whole village, then they instead of they just uh start to live there, then I will say like the whole image was totally different. Uh. Like what you say, maybe another Berlin <laughs> is happening right there. Maybe, maybe like another Alexander uh, Platz. Yeah, another, uh, yeah, another Alexander <laughs> Platz, exactly. Yeah, which is but, why I, uh, yeah, I'm saying, uh, so, I mean, the reason I also proposed to, to Matt about this topic is also other than it's happening right now, and also currently, from what I know, the the assisting, um, one of the, a few of the um, competition venue in, in, in Beijing, they actually kind of reuse the the assisting site for example this one the one of the I don't what but the match is uh, is the I don't know skiing match or whatever it's like the tricks one and they were held the the venue was held next to an abandoned uh, silo which is previously a, a metal manufacturer a factory and then so which if you see some a lot of images photos right now you will see the 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 competitors they act when they ski and then they do some tricks uh, in the sky and then the photographer just capture and then you will see all this background at the back so they kind of like uh, yeah so it's quite cool so I'm thinking so actually we know uh, for example like the one uh, in Tokyo uh, back in two years back uh, a year ago not two years actually uh, they, yeah, they rebuilt a new they no they built a new stadium just for um this they actually, they actually built a whole island. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> see, so and then, but of course, it's also like not to say a bad thing, like uh, building a new thing. Um, I I mean I can't I say mean, it's a good or bad. Uh, depends that uh, if the country if they want to uh, hold some a uh, big event like this, of course, if the facility is not good enough or it's not sufficient, then they need to provide to to help such uh, big events, right? So and what happened is like I think like the one uh in Tokyo that the stadium was designed by uh um what's his Kengo name? Kuma, I think. Ah, yeah. is it Kengo Kuma? Is it? Or is it? Sanitun. I don't even remember like because one uh, the one and the another competitor is it was Zaha, right? As is it? Yeah, it, it was supposed to be designed by Zaha. Did. Mm, they already came up with all the designs and everything. Then they say it's they cancelled it or something. Uh, I don't remember for what reason. Mm. But uh, yeah, they, they decided to stop Zaha's <laughs> design basically. Yeah, kind of something like this. Yeah, so. Yeah, it is. See, I'm correct. It's Kengokuma. No, it's from Kengokuma. Mm. Yeah, and then, but of course, we don't know what happened now. It's only like just a year later, the the Summer Olympics. But, mm. uh, I think, I, I, I'm not sure about, I mean, I, I don't know whether in Malaysia at the time, mm-hmm. whether they had a plan to, what what will actually happen after that. Mm-hmm. I would guess the dude, they did have like a slight plan because I've actually seen some news about uh, Japan. I mean, at least for the, 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 the the residential places mm-hmm. the residential units right they actually have a plan to reuse it they are going to refurbish the place and then resell it off but it's going to be quite expensive i think mm. i mean they should because otherwise if if they don't sell it out then the whole thing will become another like this uh, olympic village olympic village again i mean mm-hmm. actually this but happens a lot of country like i from the Information that I know is like, for example, the 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 one in Brazil in Rio, and yeah. then also the one in um, Athens. It's so they they have this all this big stadium and then like the surrounding um, residential facilities, um, building. But right now it's kind of like abandoned. I mean, all this happened like so recent to us. It's just twenty six, uh, twenty sixteen is it or or twenty fourteen or something like this. But right is now, it the if you, Rio? Eh, Rio is the one is um, Foot World Cup, is it? Yeah, I think it's the FIFA Wait, which one? I, I, yeah, I mean, like, if you, s- I mean, online you can, you can we can easily search uh, like just Olympic, 
what happened to the Olympic Village right now in the whole world, then you will see a lot of you know, images which is abandoned <laughs> building. Yeah, uh, because I I would say, I mean, a lot of people would want to uh, basically get to hold this mm-hmm. Olympic thing because mm-hmm. basically people from all around the world will come over to watch. I mean, of course, Tokyo had uh, the Tokyo Olympics had exception because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, and basically cost them a lot of money for everything as well. But, but no matter how, I mean, people want. I mean, it's a it's a really really good publicity. Although they have to spend like billions of dollars. Yeah, but the return is not maybe not immediately. So maybe it's a long term return. Like for example, like I think this Bugit Jari is a good <laughs> example for here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you say, but exactly. of course, I mean, you want to you have a good it, plan, but also need a good execution. Ah, uh. it's not a yeah. Is it, it until it like what you say? It's thirty four okay. years, right? <laughs> until now. Yeah, I think it has to be planned. Uh, basically, it's like mm. uh, post- if you just if you just design it for just like just the Olympics, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, I guess it's a problem I think you will need to have Like a certain plan To like What, what is going to happen after Like mm. For example This Just now you were saying About like Beijing mm. I mean the one happening now The ones mm. The winter one mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure Like Will there be like a What they're gonna do After that right uh, Yeah What what they're gonna do After that I wonder Because As you said It's like In the middle of the Abandoned place mm-hmm. So how is it going to be reused? Or it doesn't matter because it's already a reused actually. Yeah. It's either they, they... Instead of, I mean, if you imagine, previously the whole area is abandoned and then right now they built this whole stage here, the whole skiing facilities and then uh, together with some residential, then it's either maybe ne- in the future times they can make it into a, tra- a tourist uh, skiing spot, uh, spot or whatever, then mm-hmm. instead of I mean, of course, they can also demolish it or rebuild something. Uh, so it also depends on like what they are planning to have like for this area. So yeah, but mm-hmm. I guess because it's like in the middle of an abandoned, uh, I, I'm not sure what abandoned silo area mm-hmm. kind of thing. I guess a factory, previous factory. Mm-hmm. I guess they will need to do some certain things to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that, uh, <laughs> now that I mentioned this, uh, for example, there's one park. I was guess it's called a park in Essen. I think I mentioned this before in this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a collaboration by like Forstner Partners and uh, OMA and everything, which is you. It used to be like a big industrial area which has been abandoned mm-hmm. for quite a while, and then they kind of refurbished it into like a informational museum park kind of thing and it, it looks quite cool and I, I'm not sure how many people will actually go and uh, admire such things but I really think it, it looks really really cool and it was one of my favourite uh, buildings to actually visit in the whole of Europe actually oh really in Essen yeah yeah it? yeah it's in Essen you, the place you're going to eat uh, but <laughs> 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 Sorry for a bad joke, but <laughs> <laughs> so cold here. <laughs> I mean, that's why I mean, like what you. I mean, from what I know is also, uh, the the Olympic Committee, they choose the cities, the country who help um to hold this Olympic. It's not like a a two years before thing. It's like, ten, four years or ten years before, because we already know like the next. Uh, Olympic is is in in San in 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 US like one one is in US and another one is uh, another one is in um, somewhere else. It's like twenty eight twenty twenty eight uh like, so it's like so long. It's like six year uh, in the future. So from now on they need to actually start planning already. Yeah, so of instead I mean, of like building a new thing or they want to re like what you say, is either re- reuse the current stadium they have, they just like um, renovate them or refurbish them for the better condition uh, for your information uh, I mean mm. 
2024 Olympics is in Paris. Oh, it's in Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty eight is the one in US. Ah, yeah. Los yeah. Angeles. Mm, see, so I I don't know from where I see this video saying that Germany actually also planning to to apply for like Olympics, but what they uh, uh have I shared you this before? No. No. Right. No. Or they plan to uh, apply, and then if they want to apply, they, of course, uh, they say it would it wouldn't be in Berlin, but it would be along the the main the man the main river, so which is around Dusseldorf, uh, Frankfurt, and then Cologne or there, Cologne. and then but because all the way there they they really have a lot of stadium because you know Germany uh, they 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 are very good in yeah, uh, football, football people. so they have a lot <laughs> <laughs> football stadium, so all this stadium is really sufficient for a lot of uh, competition and then they 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 thinking of how to like um transport all these um all these players they will try to use the 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 main river and then transport using like sh- um, ship lah something like this but i think it's also Is very cool wonder. thing uh, I, I don't know whether um, the sustainability of uh I mean, since Germany is such a sustainability, mm. I mean, she's also people. why they don't instead of they build, they don't build. They, I mean, they was thinking not to build a new stadium, but just to use the current stadium they already have, <laughs> and just uh, maybe from there they can expand some development around the stadium, which is um, the main one of the purpose of ha- holding a com- uh, at Olympics for the country lah, to develop the country more. Then, so. That area, they will have more like all this residential or um, commercial thing around there. So, but this is just a video I saw from YouTube. I'm not sure if it's going on or just or what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, before we continue, just want to ask you a question. Uh, do you think it's better to like reuse or uh, is that a better word like adaptive reuse? Uh, some places into like for for the Olympics, or do you think it's better to like build a new, totally new place and maybe like plan for the future or something like that? Mm, I think it's for my opinion. I would maybe stand on the point on building a new one. Uh, okay, maybe mm, building mm. a new one, but also depends on like what country. Uh, is that a, a first con- first world country or developing country? I mean, if it's a first world, then of course they already have a lot of this um, facilities. I mean, maybe sufficient or already good enough. But for developing country, they they don't have. I mean, for example, like Malaysia, right now the biggest one is just um, Bukit Jalil. Maybe, I mean, is it enough to help no, that know. much competition in? And if it's not, then how can we actually hold this kind of big event? Or then maybe we will we might need another stadium, or whatever. No, it's like. actually quite big. Hmm? Sorry. Bukit Jalil is actually quite big. Yeah, exactly. You it's see? So, but it's quite big. But I don't know if like so many competition happen in the same time. Then is it enough? Or I think so. I don't know because uh, as I saw the like the new stadiums are like hundred thousand seats or something mm. Bukit Jalil is 90,000 so it's actually not too far away I mean but they need another like for other like maybe the yeah, yeah, all those traps they, they can do the Bukit Jalil and then for some indoor um, gym, gymnasium something like this gymnastic then they might need another stadium mm-hmm. and all this you need to like, uh, prepare like, if it's not if the situation of the country is not providing this kind of um Requirement then building a new one is might be like, I don't know Tokyo what's the situation of Japan I mean I've never been there I never do uh, enough research to comment on this but probably they want to build this mm, it's either maybe they don't have uh, they want to build a new stadium to represent their country and then for the time being uh, representing the country also like mm, they might need oh. this build this stadium for I mean future function is it not only just for sports we know like people do some um, concerts or whatever exhibition uh, no maybe yeah. not exhibition 
concert or football or whatever thing at the stadium also. So maybe this might actually um great give, give a chance for the future um functions something like this. I'd say. So mm-hmm. maybe I would stand more on the point of like building a new one. Yeah, I was maybe, actually yeah. also thinking about that. Yeah, because basically, mm. actually think about it. I guess it depends on what the country wants to show to the world. Mm-hmm. Because especially places, I mean, I I haven't been to many. I haven't lived in many countries. I've been to quite a few countries, but mm. uh, like for example, Malaysia, if if. It's something that I doubt will ever happen. Mm-hmm. But if Malaysia were to say suddenly have to, uh, like to hold it, the no, no, actually, Olympics, I, I say, saw like they actually apply for twenty twenty four. Let me check. Let me check. No, let me check, no, let me no, check. no, no way they're going to get it. I think. Yeah, they apply, uh, but not like, like, <laughs> <you> got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big thing, you know. Like you have to put in, don't know how much money and everything. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if let's say Malaysia were to try to hold this. And actually manage to do it. I actually think the be- the better way is actually to build something new because I think it's quite kind of important to uh kind of show off to the world like what can the country mm. do kind of thing. Like True. for example, like now even the Beijing one, even though it's a lot of reuse things as you say, but I'm not sure about the residential places. They actually have a lot a lot of technology they put into the whole. The whole area basically, and they're basically trying to show off, like you know how much uh, China basically has mm. technology, this type of technology and that type of technology. Because especially places like Malaysia, where it's kind of unknown to the world, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so unknown that until now, I think there are people that still thinks that we live in the trees or something. <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> yeah, I need to find a way to explain to them where is Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. exactly. It's like Thailand, Singapore, in the middle is Malaysia. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, it's like it's it's a really good opportunity to show off to the world that you know that Malaysia is not. I mean, the country that's holding the Olympics, you know, is not uh those type of countries that you would kind of like uh stereotypically hear of kind of thing, and it's actually more than that, and yeah, I mean KLCC is the example of that basically, but. Yeah, I would actually think that maybe building new is a good thing. But if let's say you are like a country that already has everything, you no, you have nothing no. to prove. Say like US, mm. actually US has a lot of things to prove now, mm. now but uh, okay, but or say or let's like say Germany, that I see that you so many stadium here, ma, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe they are they don't need to build a new should one. be more. Yeah, they they don't need to show off to the world. You know that you know they are uh they have uh, this technology and whatnot because. Basically, they are already known for that. Although I'm not sure. I mean, show off. They still want to show off. It's now. just that. Yeah, but you can show off in a different way to say you know I'm showing off in terms of how much I think about the sustainability of this thing, and how much like Germany is actually thinking about the future rather than just trying to show off that. Mm, yeah, yeah, the best in yeah, everything. Yeah, that's the that's the that's what the video explained as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think what you say is very correct. Like how. The place actually kind of needed uh, to. Yeah, it depends on what they want to show, lah. Basically, I think, and what is needed to show. Because uh, yeah, but I, because like I think for uh, Germany, other than architecture wise, uh, from the view of like uh, uh, economics, uh, um, like for example, the the Greek, is no, uh, Greece. They they held the Olympic, but right now then the whole country um bankrupt. So it's yeah, also yeah. We actually it's the same it, with like Rio basically. Mm, yeah, like you yeah, need yeah. to know what you can do and what what type of investment is put in versus the in the return of investment basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But other than just so, yeah. normal stadium, I think like F one is also one example. It's so uh, okay. Maybe you never watch F F one. Last time we used to, in Malaysia <laughs> used to have ha- um used to. Um, this Formula One, and then recently, few years back, they decided to move to Singapore, <laughs> and did Singapore oh, really? built one? Yeah, yeah. That's why I think I don't know since twenty sixteen or twenty eighteen, uh, we don't have uh, any more Formula One race in oh, Malaysia, and then 
they held it in Singapore and also in is it night or oh, it's always oh yeah, and also a night race. So it's very special, and but the Singapore actually built a stadium. First of all, they don't have enough space. <laughs> they, of course, they don't have enough space to build a such big um, stadium for the race, for the track. But they do it on the street, so which is also very, very special. I would say for for that um, Formula One sports thing. I would say that first of all, the country also um, not they don't have enough space to build this thing. Then. They can't build it, then they might need to reuse or think a way to to provide the the required um, venue for the for the competition. Oh really? So yeah, it's cancelled in twenty seventeen. Seventeen, right? Yeah, that's why very sad. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought like yeah, thought used Sepang to the Sepang is that's why Sepang is still there, but. Right now, for other com or of other race la, other match la, but no more Formula One. Yeah, I guess it's because. I guess yeah, in Malaysia, this thing is really Man- just many not a popular la. thing. Like, how many people actually will watch F one mm. in Malaysia? It's not a very famous sport in Malaysia. I guess. Depends la. I mean, not every yeah, sport. Yeah. Very, I mean, compared to badminton, they're different of course. I would say Malaysia sports is yeah badminton football. Uh, I think Squash. recently there's a lot of cy- cycling. Mm, yeah, so there's quite quite a few there's quite a few velodromes in KL. Yeah. So mm-hmm. although I mean it's not something that I do, but there's quite a few. There are there's squash. Mm. There's quite a few squash courts in Malaysia, mm. and bowling. And People Malaysians like bowling. Oh, diving. Is it diving? Ah, uh, yeah. Di- I mean, diving. Hmm, is it a sport in no, Malaysia? No, no, the, I mean, not, the, not the, they are, the they are, they are, they are good. I mean, the competitors that we send to Olympics and everything are actually I quite good. It's quite good, right? They actually. Yeah, yeah. They won. Uh, Pandalera won silver yeah, in yeah, the previous Olympics. Yeah. Not not the one in Tokyo la, but, uh, the previous one they won silver. Uh, and there's quite a few divers that we've sent to. I mean, Malaysia has sent to Olympics as well. I mean, they actually managed to qualify. So, even qualifying already is already a big deal to me. But uh, either way, I I don't I'm not very sure whether diving is like a popular sport in Malaysia. Or maybe hard, I just don't know anyone. It's a bit hard because uh, first of all, the swimming pool need to be like super deep, and then not to say super deep, quite deep. Then you need a swimming center. We have this deep pool already. And first one, the first place is in Bukit Jalil as well. Also, <laughs> actually, now that thinking back, or oh, actually, uh, other than just developing, um, from from uh, building wise, from the development um, of that area wise, oh, it's also a development for the for the citizen. Because if I'm thinking, or oh, like, because how do you need how how can you have like so many a good um, players first of all they need to like since young they're already um, uh, interested in that sport they have the chance to get in touch with the sport so like for example we only have this um, Bukit Jalil here okay actually we have a lot of sports centers uh, um, small stadium uh, but the big one is just one big Bukit Jalil uh. Then uh, our sports stadiums are mostly I mean sports centers are mostly like badminton yeah, exactly. so ping pong. I'm still thinking like kind of how I'll say um it's like caught catch more interest for the for like people like us like because like for what you say maybe you are not so familiar with diving then you don't know if it's uh is it a big sport in Malaysia? Because we don't have the chance we don't have a very um higher chance to play this kind of sports. No, mm, so maybe true, so, which means maybe it's like the country, mm, they have like big sports event, then, other than just developing the area of they want, uh, for example, if they want to build a build stadium, then like for example the Olympic Village, blah 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 thing, other than that, the people itself they also, kind of like, getting more interest into sports, other sports, like for example the, the what what you say the velodrome is it, yeah. not many places have this velodrome um thing. But if 
uh, whoever like um, of course the government they need to like budget up some for for building all these kind of facilities and uh, then citizen like us then we have more chance to um, get to this sports then in future then we can represent our country <laughs> I don't know like I mean from another way to also sure. other than just show off your country uh, how good uh, your technology is but also showing off let people know uh, I mean for example people know Malaysia maybe the biggest sport is like badminton right because we are very good in it then if we very good in a lot of sports like cycling diving or maybe in future tennis or golf then people know our country more it's also like another way of expressing um, patriot, patriotic right I, I, I mean I suddenly this come to my thoughts uh. it's very I mean that, that's kind of true I mean it's also good I, I think this is a very weird thing I feel in Malaysia is that there's quite a few competitors for uh, figure skating mm, mm, yeah <laughs> when we actually don't have Ice. You can't basically skate. Yeah, we don't have, have ice. Snow, right? <laughs> we don't have snow. We don't have ice, but we actually have competitors for ice skate, uh, figure skating mm, on yeah. ice. Which yeah, is odd, said, right? But I guess it's because of it's because of each other. I remember when I was young, I was very interested in uh, ice skating, skating. Basically, it's because uh, I think my mom actually brought me to. Uh, a I show to Bukit Jalil oh. no no Bukit Jalil Bukit Jalil there's a smaller stadium for which basically has ice inside okay. and she brought me to one of a, I think it's a Disney show I don't remember what is it I was really young at the time mm-hmm. and it looks so interesting I mean, to me you want to try that right <laughs> after you see the show yeah, yeah. so I did uh, and after that they built the one in Sunway mm. uh, Sunway Pyramid mm-hmm. and at that time, like, I went there quite often because. Wow, yeah. lucky you. I mean, I have I never mean, tried skating the... in ice skating uh, in Malaysia. Never. Huh, really? Yeah. You tried the one in Germany uh, or something? Yeah, like? I, 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 I will but... try ice skating uh, when I come to Germany in Berlin during one of the oh. um, Christmas, Christmas holiday. <laughs> so it's my first time ice skating. So you went. You went to the one like in the Christmas market kind of thing, like yeah. those artificial ones? The artificial ones. Oh. Yeah. Have you actually that, stood on the lake or something, a pond what? of ice? Where? Basically, oh, 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 the one in Dessau, right? Uh, oh, the one in Dessau, anywhere, sure. right? All those, all those frozen lakes, right? I went to the one in Berlin. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure where is it. I think we were just. We were just. Oh, it's oh, not very oh, very big okay, It's like I remember, a I, I think I know, it's just a river Then at the time We were just walking past Then we saw Quite a few people are st- Like standing there On on the river mm. I mean because it's ice It's actually quite scary You know <laughs> Have you uh, tried? Uh, I won't Dare to do This kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But I know uh, yeah. If it's very cold uh, Then the lake is frozen Then but still, uh, I was I was still scared. Uh. <laughs> but uh, how how do you, how well do you do ice skating? Ice skating, um, because I know how uh, I know how to roller skate more. Then slightly better. I mean, I I can try to, I I can walk la uh, my for my first time. Uh-huh. Um, because quite similar con uh, concept with the roller skating. Yeah. But. And then uh, after that, similar. the first time I, uh, skiing ah, uh, is in. Have you have you have you tried skiing? No. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, you did in in what was that place ah? Black Forest, right? I went to. Is it? No, no, no. Black Forest, I didn't ski there. Oh. I went to Garmisch. Oh oh. Nearby Munich. When I didn't know. Before you back uh, to Malaysia. Yeah, of course ah. Oh. No, no, not that, not that late. I was actually staying with you ah. Eh, is it? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, okay. But anyhow, also my first time doing ice, ice, eh, skiing. Skiing, skiing. Oh, it's so difficult, man. Yeah, I agree. I struggle for it two is. days plus. Uh. And then actually sometimes, uh, I mean, there's one time I actually hit a, a, a kid. Wow, that's oh. And then the, the um. I mean, like, because on the the slope, oh, got those all those trainers, and then they scold me. Uh. 
Okay. If you know how to ski, get a hire a trainer and then I did hire, but right now it's my my self training time. <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> but after that, uh, I'm not to say master I I kind of like pick up the idea of skiing, the the balance level. Then I, wow, I really enjoy the the the, the thing. Uh, one of our uh-huh. friends, uh, Chi Chong, uh, wow, that guy is really crazy. He don't need any trainer, but he just do snowboarding or skiing so well. Yeah, but imagine this kind of sports as a Malaysian, of course, first of all, we don't, our, our country doesn't have the chance yeah, to let us play. <laughs> yeah, but still... That's, mm-hmm. that's why I still is quite interesting that we have quite a few uh, people yeah. in the Winter Olympics. It's so weird the f- to me. The figure skating, you say, uh, one of the figure skating, his name is William Sim. I heard, I, I actually remember listening to one of his uh, interview. Yeah, he mostly spent his time, most of his time, um, do training in Canada, I think. So uh, very sad, lah. I mean, but he he's uh I he mean, he's passionate on doing this kind of thing, but then he has to sacrifice no. his time with his family, or no choice, man. Yeah, like, no choice. How la. you can't really go far doing these type of things in Malaysia because we just cannot have that kind of facilities, mm, man. Yeah. True. It's it's and it's not that we don't even want to, you know. It's like it's just is basically it, sometimes it's, just it's not like worth hard. worth. Is it worth? I mean, for like for for a company or for for the country, is it worth um building a facility, a figure skating or skiing warehouse? First of all, yeah, they don't know um if the citizen is actually uh were were willing to pay uh, to play the sports or whatever this kind of thing they also need to like keep in mind yeah exactly thing, right? that's, that's what I was also thinking I mean uh, uh, sorry but I mean it's not like you know badminton where you just have mm. like an empty ground and then people can play kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but like because for or even like in Germany even uh, if you know you want you if you like ice skating kind of thing mm. like you can tell how many people like ice skating if you just go to like a frozen lake or something. Mm. Then you can tell how many people like ice skating so you can build it there. But mm. in Malaysia, there's no way to do it because there's no such natural thing. You can't be ice skating. There's no natural ice skating, basically. <laughs> there's no natural... You can't like natural uh, skiing or something. Yeah, but last time, I think you were the one that tell me the one in Canberra that they have the Where? dry skiing thing. Where? Is it you? In, in Cameron Highlands? Ah, Cameron Highlands. Definitely yes. not me. I only remember uh, cactus and strawberry in Cameron Highlands. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's not built. It's a plan. They actually plan to build like a dry skiing resort kind of thing in Cameron Highlands. Mm. I mean, oh, I thought... No, I mean, which is uh, what not... the, the Beijing most... I mean, I, from, I mean, the news is saying that Mostly the past few Winter uh, Olympics, they use a, around like ninety percent of the man-made snow really because like climate change right now. Yeah, I mean you also cannot like uh, you cannot predict when the snow will come. Yeah, comes, they need to keep the snow so. uh, always the same quality, so only fair for every <laughs> um, players. Uh. So like maybe I mean, it's quite normal. Uh. It's quite normal. I feel, I feel it's quite normal because even like football, football stadiums, mm, everything. Yeah, artificial all, grass, right? Yeah, it's ground. Yeah. Uh. So. Because you need to basically have it more standard, la, basically, yeah. Mm. As you said. Yeah, but back to like if Cameron is really planning to do this kind of thing, so what do you think? I mean, even in Gunting, Gunting is quite cold, right? Is it or Cameron colder? Uh I think Cameron, right? I think Cameron I actually think Gunting is higher okay. but because of the environment there like I mean not to say like environment environment but because it's such a commercial place like so many uh, people there's so much indoors and everything you don't really feel as cold as Cameron I think so true, true. I mean because Cameron mostly are like uh, planting right more natural yeah, yeah. so uh, true also so I think that Cameron is uh, it just feels colder I think then maybe also suitable, not to say suitable lah. If they want to like really build a a dry what dry snow is it? 
I'm actually no idea how they're going to do it, but they say it's something like a dry, dry ski resort or something like that. Or am I dreaming? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing too. I would say. I mean, from another point of view, like maybe like a climate or environment, then I, I'm, I'm not familiar with that, so I, I don't comment. But if for, for the sake of um, bringing a new spot to a country, um, not a bad thing, I would say. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, it looks like I mean just from the images, it's a uh, very, 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 very amateur rendering. Oh, okay. Photoshop. <laughs> oh, basically, it's like the like what's that building in Denmark? The Copenhagen by big. Ah no lah! I mean this is like a whole <laughs> ski slope kind of thing. Gosh, I just send to you how it looks. But basically, if you look for like a uh, dry ski slope. Cameron Highlands mm. you'll see how it looks oh. like basically there's a lot of like white I guess like what you said like it could be a fake, fake snow what? or something maybe flour what? to launch in 2023? is it 10 years ago or this, I... this news? <laughs> no it's only last year actually don't know yeah but okay it's I don't know whether to say it's scary or not but uh, it's it's really getting a bit hard to go to Cameron Highlands, ah. Uh. Mm. see would you place is always very hard to go. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it's always in the middle of nowhere. So the last one I went to also is yeah, basically Garmisch is like in the middle of nowhere. It's just a ski resort with nothing much else there. No, actually, I saw the. All these like national players for the skiing thing, uh, free all those freestyle skiing, actually, mm -hmm. I practice on not real snow but like all these uh, uh, bar what is it the the bubble floating thing. Oh, what's that? Sorry, my Siri just suddenly talk. Oh, you watch, still can watch together. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, they actually, uh, instead of like really practice ski on snow, they, they also sometimes like do some, um, like those, then you blow the, the, the bubble thing and then they, they bop, ah, okay, never mind, I find the image for you. <laughs> I have no idea how it is, but I guess, I mean, for something so professional mm -hmm. that you do it and you are kind of uh, competing with, basically the best in the world mm, yeah. i would say you have to like train at least throughout the whole year of course you have breaks in between and everything but you will you cannot be training like just in winter so no matter how it is you need some kind of fake something to do it mm. would you want to watch olympics live of course. I mean, I even want to want, want to watch like um, F Formula One live. Now that I'm mm. in Europe, I was thinking like which I mean because they they uh raise a lot of in uh, a lot of countries in Europe, like Italy and UK, and I even want to watch live. So Olympic like depends like maybe like see what sports like um, maybe track 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 like track hundred meters track and field track oh, also not bad. Yeah, track. Mm. Oh, what is interesting? I'm, oh, I don't know about all this. I I I'm not sure how to watch. These I mean, things actually, it's like, it's like um, the sports that you're interested in. Uh, I mean, for example, like even badminton, uh, they have badminton in the Olympics. Uh. Do you want to watch? Like, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, but just like it's more of like track. To me, track and field. A lot of it is like, you know, you have a lot of preparation. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of downtime, uh, basically. Then you like 100, 100 meters, finish in. <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds and finish already. Yeah, so, so, but, okay, uh, true also. Uh. <laughs> Maybe like the cycling. Then, uh, oh. Even, yeah, but cycling, cycling as in like, in the, in the stadium or something, the velodrome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Mm. Where is it? The velodrome mm. in hell. There's quite a few. <laughs> it's just that you don't really notice it because it's just like a normal building. Oh. Anyone can. I can cycle with my chacha bicycle. Or you need a very oh. pro. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I mean, it's. I have no idea. I I don't follow the sport. So I mean, I only watch it because of uh, Malaysia and the Olympics, basically. I mean, actually, like even though you, uh, I think like in okay, like this cycling thing, right? You first of all, it's either, uh, if you do indoor sports, of course you need medium room. But if you're outdoor sports, like, I mean, for like Malaysia, uh, this is also back to like the public infrastructure thing, right? If you can provide a very good, uh, we we actually discussed about this before in our previous, in our past podcast. Like if you have a like a bicycle lane, a proper bicycle lane, then it's also already a good, um, a good. Uh, I mean, it's a good place to cycle already, la, uh, Rather than you cycle yeah. on this like all those um, ground and then suddenly the rocky road and then sand or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but. Sometimes I I kind of understand why Malaysia won't really do it because no one will cycle. It's not enough people that will go and cycle often. Mm. Like if you were to build, like, uh, the bicycle lane throughout the whole of KL, mm. say, but there's not a lot of people that will do it because it's so hot. Mm. Like, no war, but it's also like okay, maybe. Okay, so I I feel like this question is become like uh the the eggs come first or the chicken come first. People want to do it, but no one build it. But people, no one want to build it because they think no one want to use it. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. Okay, so it's, it's definitely something. It's, it, it is something definitely. Like that. There's actually a lot of people that like to cycle mm. in Malaysia. Definitely. Uh, even in KL, that's why on Sundays there's actually the KL yeah, you, you, car f- car free hours or something like that. Basically, the there's like two three hours in the morning where the uh, cars are not allowed mm-hmm. onto certain roads in KL. Oh and really? I've actually been there. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there's actually uh, but it's quite early la. I think it's like seven to nine a.m. or ten a.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that time. There's quite a lot of roads in KL city center that will be closed for basically everyone to go and cycle or, or jog or whatever they want to do there. Mm. And I've been there once, uh, long before I, I mean, we went to Germany. Mm. And there's actually oh, quite a lot of people. Even before that, already have this. I thought it's the. Yeah, it's actually quite, quite, quite long already, and they've been doing it. I mean, they stopped for MCO and everything, but it's already going on again now. And there's really quite a lot of people that basically just go and cycle there. Mm. But the thing is, the amount of people that would actually like cycle on a daily basis mm. is it, considered very low in KL. I mean, in, I don't know about other cities and everything in Malaysia, but I know in KL it's definitely quite low mm. because although I would like to cycle to work, I wouldn't want to reach to work Covered in sweat, <laughs> and it's it's different in Germany. It's like you know, I can cycle to school no problem because I reach there, I'm still clean. But in KL, if I were to cycle to work, I'll be like, I, I don't know, I, I I don't think I can work for the whole day anymore. Yeah, I you know, last time I worked in Pandahinda, I mean, and then I I live nearby, ma. I actually cycle to work. <laughs> Do you feel okay? I mean, because in the morning, um, it's quite cooling, ma. Then it's not like cycle one hour. It's just maybe 10, 20, 25 minutes. Eh, twenty minutes like this. So it's okay, lah, cooling. Mm. And then after that, after work, you go home shower, ma. Then also sweating, lah. Then uh, for me, it's I mean, okay, lah. Going but home. Uh, going home is okay, but but what the problem is if you want to go out, need to like going to some um, uh, DBKL, uh, then you need your car, ma. <laughs> mm. So in the end, of course, it's a bit hard, lah. Then. Yeah, but still, other than maybe like maybe not daily basis, uh, but at least for recreation purpose, uh. yeah. we have, I feel because in Singapore, they, right? Uh, first of all, it's not like a, they they have they have this potential because it's um it's not big, smaller, uh, not small. Yeah. <laughs> so 
different 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 thing lah. So. I think before they were, uh, at least in my opinion, like in order for. Before they actually start building the, uh, bicycle lanes on roads, I think it's more important is to actually no lah, not. It's not even the roads. I think they actually should get more like, uh, trains. Oh, true. You know, you can bring your bicycles on the trains oh, yeah, or the yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah. You know, public, public transport for bicycles because no matter how it's like, say, I used to live in Stapa, mm. and I stay and I work in Kapong. You know, driving itself is already half an hour. Mm-hmm. Imagine cycling, no way, right? Mm. But if let's say there's like a Bi- like there's bicycle rack uh, in the, the there's, compartment, yeah, right? and. And I so I can cycle to uh Wang Samaju LRT station, yeah. which is maybe fifteen minutes away. And then I take a train to the next place, and then cycle to that. I cycle place. there. Yeah, here this yeah, is then, a, the big problem for like they always say the last mile situation, solution because you break so many all these like LRT train station, but you need to solve the problem is people who get to this station within like one km radius. It, and then it's either car or by walking. If car, a lot of car come to that station and then they need to put a lot of car parking. So maybe like cycling is also one option because cycling use less. Or it's either they can bring up to the to the train or they park it there, right? Like what you say, mm-hmm. it's also true. So which means that the it's either the train they provide a a, a compartment for the bicycle, then it helps a lot, lah. I would say. For our the whole like, um, um, this, this uh, what is it called? For transportation mm. wise, yeah, it's a big improvement. And um, yeah, I I think it should be you know something like that, but it's a bit hard lah. Like what people believe in and what people should do is like two mm. different things. Like. I I'm not sure whether I actually mentioned it before to you or not, but there's actually one article that say you know in order to have less traffic jam, you actually need to not build more roads. Hmm. Okay. You should actually build less roads, and encourage people to take public transport. Basically, it's not mm. just like you know keep on and making the roads bigger, like you know from five lane can become six lane and become seven lane highway or something. Mm-hmm. In the end. Mm. It doesn't solve the traffic jam issue. Mm. The traffic jam issue is solved by actually making it smaller, and then getting people to not drive. Mm. But it's hard, lah. I, I I don't know. It's it's something really hard to do in Malaysia, especially because of the because of the heat, lah. I think. It's just I mean it's a it's very hard to solve in everywhere in the world, not just Malaysia. You okay? More roads and more cars need more roads. More roads will have more cars. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, and also like the mentality, uh, like, is it everyone willing to take public transport? Is a little bit into like built since um. Teen, I mean, first of all, the infrastructure has to be has to be good first, and then only people willing to use it, and then so on and so on. Ah, uh, it's a it's a circle thing, lah. Uh. Actually, mm. I I can't imagine. We actually talk Olympics and then back to this thing again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's how it goes. Uh, but anything, anything else you wanna say about Olympics? I mean, do you? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, it's almost the end for the podcast. Uh. Okay, the last thing I will say about for Olympics is uh, right now Germany is in number two for gold medal. Oh, okay, it's oh. not my country. I'm just saying, just announcing. <laughs> <laughs> It's something that I can never say about Malaysia. I think Malaysia, the only thing we can say is like, oh, we got gold. <laughs> I think that's already celebration. I mean, actually, it's not not many countries can play for Winter Olympics. So you know, it's only yeah. I think thirty four countries. So uh, yeah, I mean this 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 Malaysia. I mean this Winter Olympics is also a bit less because of. Political things, lah. But mm. uh, no, no, no. Not for us to discuss here, lah. Also, other than I mean, less reason of political, but more reason is because not really not this sports is for like rich country, and country yeah, yeah, allowed definitely. to provide skiing. Uh, I mean, snow country, lah, and basically just cold yeah. country, lah. So which is doesn't happen well, in Africa and also our Southeast Asia country. 
Yeah. So that's why you see so much uh, lesser this country participate. Yeah, but the first mm-hmm. one just to just some info. The right now the first is Norway. They have nine goals and Germany have eight goals. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all for my last thing about Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Norway should be expected, lah. Yeah, true. You see, this all this country you expected, lah, because their country like. Three hundred sixty-five also cost no one probably. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anything okay. else? So for the, I don't know for the end of this podcast. I don't know. I feel like asking a stupid question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you put your toilet paper in f- like rolling from in front of in the back? Rolling in front, or the back? What do you mean? The paper is like, facing. Outwards. The paper is facing in front, outwards, or facing inwards? Uh, facing, 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 facing outwards. Ah. <laughs> Not facing the wall, facing it. The paper facing, facing outside. Yeah, so it's basically like hanging outside like that. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> no, nothing, just a stupid question. Okay, what about you? Uh, outside. Oh, also, okay. Outside also. So it's. I don't know. Actually, like some I people think would think, you know, it should be inside. Hmm, there must be a concept, but we will answer everyone next episode. <laughs> we'll, find <laughs> out, we'll find out which is the correct way and let you guys know. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay, then bye. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this weird episode. <laughs> See you next episode. Yep. Bye. bye. Good morning. Good evening. Yeah. Good night.